Hello and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Welcome back to Filling the Sink. I'm Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about money. Yes, money, specifically the euro, which came into circulation on the 1st of January 2002, exactly 20 years ago. On this week's podcast, we're taking a look back at the switchover from pesetas. Remember them? We're asking, has the change worked? Has the euro been good for Catalonia? And we've got a little bit of euro trivia for you today. Do you know what a bin Laden is in euro terms? Or where those nice bridges are you can find on the notes? Well, you'll have to stay tuned to find out. I'm joined today by Gifre Jordan and Gerard Escatch Falk. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yeah. Jorgen. Happy New Year to you and to everyone. Okay, well, you know, I have to admit, we're not actually recording this on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. But, you know, wherever you're listening, I hope you're all enjoying the Christmas holidays. Now, the two of you were fairly young when the switchover happened. Do you have any memories of it? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I was like 13 or so. And I remember like a full wave of excitement. You know, I remember on New Year's Day 2002 in our family meal, my cousin was like bringing some Euro notes and all family were staring to the notes forever there. <laughs> uh, it was something super new. We had never seen it. Brand new. The notes were brand new too. And I remember all the stuff about the exchange rate and how to calculate it. There were calculators. Right. There were Actually, cards. Phys- physical calculators physical where you could ca- calculators. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could press like, okay, ten thousand euro to peseta. <laughs> and there was a button, and and you could check. Gerard, you were a wee bit no, younger. Do you, I, do you even remember pesetas? Like I don't remember anything of no. what he was saying. <laughs> like no, I only remember some one thing, and it was like me going to the candy store. And with a coin that had a hole in the middle. Right. Yeah, that's like that's my only memory. Obviously, I was five years old, so... Uh, yeah, but you just knew that was able to buy you some sweets anyway. Yeah, that's everything I knew. I like, don't think I was ever in Catalonia or anywhere in Spain before 2002 when the euro obviously came in. So what, so what was the coin with the hole in it then? Uh, that... You don't know, probably. <laughs> you you gave, don't know? No, I only oh, know it gave me God. food. Oh. It's 25% a coin. It was very uh, iconic because of the hole and because it was pretty useful. And this coin had loads of designs, one of which was of Barcelona and remembering the 1992 Olympics. Uh-huh, right, there was okay. one on Barcelona, and I, I can, you can, I can still remember. Yeah, yeah. And I also remember some, some notes. Funnily enough, the 1,000 note had the face of two Spanish conquerors. Right. And like the 5,000... Yeah, yeah, indeed. And the 5,000 one had uh, Columbus face. I right. don't know if now they would do the, these designs or not. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And was there a denomination smaller than, like we've got euros and cents, was there pesetas and something smaller? Yeah, cents, but it was like cents in right. the 70s or 80s that they were out of they got circulation. Rid of them they were yeah, yeah, worthless, yeah. basically. I, yeah. Okay. Well, the euro came into circulation, as we said, in 2002. It actually launched formerly in 1999. What was the feeling, Gifre, here in Catalonia among economists when the change happened? Was it a good, did they see it at the time as a positive move? I'd say so, yeah. Uh, there was some consensus between citizens, uh, politicians, economists. More or less, there was consensus that that was uh, a sensible uh, change. Uh, but there was some fear on whether this could lead to higher prices, you know. Uh, but still, I, I, I was speaking this week with, with an expert called uh, Pedro Aznar. He was uh, his, a professor at Esada Business School, and he's an expert in, in macroeconomy. 
and he was saying that it was one of those times where more or less everyone agrees like okay yeah let's do that that doesn't happen anymore does it no no definitely not (laughs) um and was this fear gerard about prices going up did that actually happen not really like Obviously, there was the fear. People were saying, oh, we are going to lose money because the rounding up is going to be different. It was 166 pesetas. It would be one year, if I'm not wrong. If mm-hmm. I... Yeah, indeed. And so Xavier Ferrer, he's the head of International and European Union Committee at Barcelona's Economist Association. He told me this week that, yeah, prices were higher, but also was inflation and they were following up and people... Yes, some people could see different prices for, let's say, newspapers that, oh, now I'm paying one euro, which is like 166 pesetas instead of 100 pesetas. So I'm losing money or when you buy the bread as well. But it was a bit of an anecdote, I'd say some some stuff was like much more expensive. But overall, the, the whole inflation in 2002 wasn't far higher than than the previous years. And so, well, Gifrey, you mentioned your whole family was around the table looking at the new notes. I'm guessing that maybe they didn't have a 500 euro note, but that was a bit of a novelty, wasn't it? It was worth so much more than pesetas. It was incredible. It was worth 80,000 pesetas, which means eight times more than the highest ranking uh, note of pesetas, which was 10,000. And that was probably half of the monthly salary of an average Spaniard in 2002. Meaning that with these two notes, you can have a a full salary. So obviously there was no 500 note on that table. (laughs) And I read that they called them Bin Laden. Yeah, the Bin Laden bills. That's very It's their very famous. I've heard that saying, but I don't know what it exactly means, I guess, because it was so impossible to see them or I don't Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. So it's it's something that everyone knows about, but no one has seen. Right. Like okay. Bin Laden, let's say, at that time. Okay. Well, they actually don't print them anymore. They're still legal tender, but since 2019, they've stopped printing them because they were used a lot in money laundering and dodgy businesses because they were worth so much and obviously large amounts of them didn't take up that much space yeah actually one in four or five hundred euro notes ended up in spain at some point so that that began to be a little bit dodgy with this, with all these notes so yeah they are trying to get rid of them in fact the tax office launched an investigation in 2006 because of that but one of the fun parts of spain's economy probably is because it depends so much in tourism all banknotes that come are mainly from other European countries. So here in Spain, the vast majority of work that Spain's National Bank has is to withdraw money. So they withdraw more money than they they put in circulation. And then at the other end of the scale, okay, most of us aren't familiar with 500 euro bills, but we are familiar with the one and two cent coins. Unfortunately, (laughs) yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, Um, that's a bit crazy. I mean, when they first uh, came, everyone realized within the first year that they were pretty useless. And Spain had a one peseta coin, which was more or less a little bit less than one cent, but no one used it. And the two peseta coin, which is which is like between one and two euro cents, was out in 1984, meaning that 20 years before, you know, and we had already rounded all the prices to zero or five, Mm -hmm. like 555 peseta, whatever. And now we went a little bit back to uh, 1033, uh, mm-hmm. 1037, you know. But, you know, the circulation of this uh, one, two cents, uh, fortunately, is going down. 
And well, mm-hmm. actually, just before we were about to record, Jared got a phone call straight from the yeah. European Central Bank. Yes, was it? Yeah. yes, they were. We were waiting. What's the latest? For, <laughs> <laughs> we were waiting for their confirmation because the European Commission, back in September 2020, announced that they were planning to phase out uh, one and two cent coins and to run cash payments, run up or run down. So we called them and they said to us, well, this has been postponed. The European Commission postponed this until June 2022. And because at the moment they are still on the impact assessment. And then it will go to the European Parliament, who they are going to vote to approve or not the Commission's proposal. That's still some time to go ahead. Always quick decisions in the EU, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, like after all, it will be from September 2020 until June. So like uh, around still, two years still, with the COVID yeah. pandemic in the middle. Now, speaking of coins that are useless, we thought we would uh, ask the good people of Barcelona out doing their shopping what they remember about pesetas and the switchover to the euro 20 years ago. Barcelona's Portal de l'Angel is always busy, and in the run-up to Christmas, it's packed with shoppers looking for last-minute gifts. It also happens to be home to El Banco de España, the Bank of Spain, the last place where you could exchange your pesetas for euros. So I've come here to ask the people of Barcelona if they can remember the old currency. Conocí la peseta, pero hoy día no. Si vos me la mostrás, no me acuerdo. I remember the peseta, says Maria Eugenia. But she says that after all these years, she might not even be able to recognize it. Durante años estuve pensando en, en pesetas. Maria Dolores, on the other hand, tells me that even today, she still counts in pesetas rather than euros. En pesetas. Y es ahora y todavía sigo traduciendo en pesetas a veces. Carme could even tell me the exact exchange rate between pesetas and euros. Ya no calculen, pero es un 6,386. 166.386, she says. But she doesn't convert prices to pesetas these days. Maria Eugenia, Maria Dolores and Karma all use pesetas, but not Aida. Yo jugaba amb, amb les monedes, perquè com que la meva àvia suposo que quan ja no van valdre, llavors teníem un bolso i sempre jugàvem amb les pesetes. She told me that her only memory of pesetas is playing with them as a kid. Turns out her grandmother kept peseta coins in a bag even after they became useless. Unlike Aida, Mireia lived through the change. Bueno, yo vaig viure amb la peseta, a peseta al duro, al cinc duros, vull dir, tot era peseta. But at that moment, she told herself that euros were the future. S'han acabat les pesetes, no vull pensar més en pesetes. No m'interessa. So she stopped counting in the old currency. Jo vaig canviar el xip, els grans els hi va costar més. Sí, sí, la peseta famosa, mare meva. Maximilian, out shopping with Aida, has only one memory of pesetes. His grandmother spoke about them. He was not even born in 2002, so he only knows euros. Imma used to count in pesetas when the euro arrived. So it took her a while to understand how much she was paying for things. 20 years later, it seems the peseta is still remembered by most people. But obviously, these holidays all the Christmas shopping will be paid in euros. Well, I hope everyone there managed to get their Christmas shopping done in time. Gifre, 
the pesera may be gone, but it lives on in the Catalan language, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, for instance, I would say if I'm broke, I would say nothing new duro. Just like I don't have lots a, of duro. A five, a five, a, a five peseta coin. Let's say, coin. Okay. you know. Uh, or a shawal dos duros. Like, ah, this is worth two duros, like 10 As in, it's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Correct. So that's, this This vocabulary is still well in the society, I'd yeah. say. I wouldn't say no. so. <laughs> at least, at least okay. with my friends. Are younger, are you, is there a generational divide here? No? Yeah, at least with my friends, I like, I don't know, like... Do, no, do you talk about euros and cents? We, we talk about euros and cents, exactly. People, like, I remember my mom when she says, oh, Keep this shaking, cow's... Keep oh, shaking no, his that, head that's, here. that's horrible. I mean, you're losing... <laughs> your generation will lose the peseta legacy, yeah. at least the, the, the language. Well, so like, I remember my mom saying, oh, this is this costs one kilo. One, like, kilo. one kilo. One kilo is one kilo. One kilo is <laughs> one million pesetas. Ah, really? You know, one ki- oh, Shabal, tres kilos. Uh, Three million peseta, you know. Right, like, okay. Which I don't, don't know if it's expensive. Is it cheap? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's heavy, I guess. <laughs> heavy. Yeah, no, that's so disappointing, Gerard. I mean, huh, well, anyway. And can you believe that you were actually able to exchange pesetas until the 30th of June 2021? So, like, yeah, just six months ago. And there was actually queues on the last day to exchange. I just think that's brilliant. Like, you know, people really, you know, putting off tasks until they really have to do them there, isn't it? Like, <laughs> 19 I, I and s- a half years later. <laughs> you know, I, can, I can sympathize, you know. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, according to the Bank of Spain, 97% nearly of pesetas have been exchanged, which means there's actually pesetas out there worth an incredible 1.5 billion euros. So <laughs> it's insane. It's unbelievable. I've got some, I have yeah. to say. Notes, notes or coins? Notes and coins. Both, yeah. because I'm just looking here that almost half of that money is actually in coins, because I guess people kind of kept hold of them as souvenirs no? yeah yeah I've got plenty more coins than, than notes and yeah. the notes are obviously worth more yeah and before June there was this NGO that was like going around homes picking up pesetas because they were like people are not going to go to Spain's national bank to give them so we are going to take them and we are going to exchange them for euros and we'll keep that for good. as donation for the charity yeah it's a good good, good idea of, yeah good way of them for earning money and having something different to do okay well We've had the euro in circulation for 20 years. Probably the most famous phrase said about it was this. Within our mandate, within our mandate, the ECB is ready to do whatever it takes to preserve the euro. And believe me, it will be enough. That was Mario Draghi, who was speaking during the financial crisis. He was president of the European Central Bank at the time. And the financial crisis, that's kind of the biggest crisis that the euro has faced, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, um, the expert I talked to, uh, Pedro Atnar from from ESADE, was saying, you know, if we had to face this crisis with the peseta, we might have devaluated the pesetas. It had been done uh, before euro many times. That was a really common tactic that was done. Yeah, absolutely. Or printing extra money or whatever. But Spain had no chance to do this because euro is controlled by the European Central Bank in Frankfurt. But he actually said that this was good because these temptations of, of devaluing uh, money were avoided. Um, according to this expert, this is only a short-term 
solution. And in the long run, this makes the country poorer, usually, because, yeah, you will export more because your currency is very cheap, but then imports will be super expensive. And in the long run, the situation will be the same. So this was avoided. And, and that's similar to what uh, Xavier Ferrer from the Barcelona's Economist Association said. He gave me an example of Spain and Greece that if during the economic crisis they were like, oh, let's devaluate the coin and this way we are going to like still survive internally. Outside we are going to be poorer compared to uh, other countries, but still internally country will work with no problem. And he even said that they wanted for that to happen, but obviously they had to take the lead from the European Central Bank and apply austerity rules. Yeah. And, yeah, of course, the debate is, you know, obviously austerity hit Catalonia, Spain and, 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 you know, other parts of Europe as well hard. But from the economist's point of view, it was maybe the lesser of two evils, even though obviously it caused yeah. a lot of suffering. And actually experts say that, you know, looking 20 years on uh, at, at the euro, Overall, it's positive that we that we had this currency and we would be worse off, let's say, with with the peseta because we had been we would have been suffering too much with this crisis and so on. So so overall, their their opinion is like quite positive, and they say that the EU is always trying to to keep their welfare state and inequalities and poverty are more or less under control within the EU. But then if you're alone, let's say outside the euro area, and you don't have a strong currency, this can be a problem, especially mm -hmm. in crisis. Mm -hmm. That's literally what Xavier said as well. He said that imagine Germany, the biggest economic country in Europe alone, it would not be even part of the international economic landscape. And right now, Europe, I think he said it was around 450 million people living and 350 million live in the Eurozone. And they represent around 20% of the international market share. So that's why it is important to remain in the Euro, in the Eurozone. That's what he said. And to be fair, he was quite following what Europeans think of the euro, because there was a recent survey from the European Commission that said that the over majority of Europeans have a good view of the euro. And they are like, say that it was a good decision for the European Union, obviously for their countries as well, but mainly for the union itself. Yeah. And respondents to that survey that you mentioned, Gerard said one of the best things about it is you could, you're able to compare prices in different European states and also the fact that, you know, banking charges are reduced when you're traveling or making payments as well. What about the future challenges for the euro, Gifre? Well, the main challenge of the euro, the eurozone, and probably also the EU, is avoiding being irrelevant in the near future. Uh, their share in, um, in the global economy is going down. So, yeah, something has to be done in order to be competitive with the US and with China. But at the same time, and also I want to quote the expert I talked to, uh, Pedro Aznar, also keeping Europe's system in terms of welfare state, democracy, because, okay, we are comparing uh, against China, so their democracy, the, their levels of democracy are not uh, as high as ours. And comparing with the US, their level of welfare state is not as high either. So it's all about having more weight in the global economy, but at the same time, keeping our values. 
Looking ahead, Gerard, there's also going to be a change of design on the Euro notes. Yeah, but that's not going to come until 2024, at least. Okay, do we know anything about it? No, no, no it's like, yeah, a little bit. They know that they are planning to ask people from the Eurozone countries, so 19 in total. And they said that banknotes are here to stay, even though we, everyone uses credit card right now. But banknotes are here to stay and they are going to change them to make them more relatable to Europeans of all ages and all backgrounds. More relatable, very, you know, very modern language here. Let's, you know, so. yeah, let's, see what it, let's see what it translates, let's say. And uh, the ones that we've got currently at the minute, of course, have these lovely bridges on them. And, yeah, uh, bridges where, and where windows we, and doors. But yeah, Where can we see them? Well, when the Euro was launched in 2002, nowhere to be seen. But later there was a guy in the Netherlands that decided to mock the bank. Because obviously the bridges that we can see and the five and to the 500 bill notes are imaginary. So there was this guy that decided to mock them and to build them in the Netherlands. So mm -hmm. there's a small town that has all the different bridges literally <laughs> in one kilometer. So you can be walking around the 500 bill note bridge and then cross to the five one. And it's like, but they didn't exist before. That's a great idea. Time now for our first Catalan phrase of 2022. What is it, Gerard? We are going to start the year with something that Catalans love. La pela es la pela. La pela es la pela. I don't know what that means. What's that mean? It could be translated to business is business uh -huh. or money yeah. is money. Yeah, money so is priority over principles or uh, whatever. Okay, also so used to for stingy people to a little bit. La pela, ah, la pela es la pela. You did this because there was money involved. Money is money, uh -huh. right. Okay. okay. And and we have to clarify what pela means. You might not know, Gerard, because no. you are too <laughs> mo so modern and so young. And no, I have no idea. Bro. I, Actually, I have to say I use this sentence, but ah, seriously, I but mean, I don't know what la pela means. Uh, I guess the money. You phrase in, really? in disbelief. I am super surprised. Okay, well, what's anyway, la pela? Pela is the inform informal word for peseta. It's uh, a nickname of peseta. No, no you no know. Idea. No, 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 no I know, and no, all our listeners know as well. La pela is la pela. And that's it for the first episode of 2022. It's been a blast. Thanks very much for tuning in. Here's a nice, easy New Year's resolution for you. Why not spread the word, tell a few friends about filling the sink. Thanks very much for joining me today, Gifre and Gerard. Yeah, it was a pleasure. It was great to start the year with you. <laughs> Next Saturday, I'm back again with Christina and Killian for another episode of Filling the Sink. Until then, from me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News. Bye for now, and a happy new year. Bon I know. <laughs> <laughs>